This is the Porpoise Pod with your hosts, Brendan Tobin and Alejandro Solano. What happened, dude? I mean, you know, Waddle, he was waddling, and Tyreek Hill was running willy-nilly with him. And then Tyreek Hill, he was running faster than everybody, and, and, and things were going so great. And then I was like, ah, oh, Mostert, that fumble's not great, but it's not going to unravel the day. I, I don't understand. It's like it hurts so bad. And yet, you know that there's just a part of the fan base that's just sitting back and be like, I told you it yeah. was coming. The whole de- a, a, a clean sweep December swoon. I don't know if that's ever has that ever been done. The four for four. I mean, it was it, it, it just an epic choke, an epic collapse. And here they sit eight and seven, just just completely befuddled by what happened there, Solana. In uh, in Spanish, we have a saying, se cagaron, they pooped themselves. Oof. That's what happened. They yeah. pooped themselves because yeah. they had that game. They're up 20 to 10 with the ball. End of the first half. Could go down, make it a 13-point game. Tua's already got like 200-plus yards of, uh, of passing. Waddle already had his big reception. Tyreek's been balling. Run games look, look solid. Like, everything is working in your favor. And then you fumble right at the end of the half. You let them go down, but you hold them, right? Again, Packers hold get them, the ball. Packers get the ball in uh, in in almost plus territory again for, like, the eighth time, it seemed like, in that first half. But somehow the defense holds them. And then before you know it, Tua's thrown his third interception and uh, uh, all these uh, all these cheeseheads from Wisconsin – who are pretending like it's not cold in the blistering 40-degree Miami winter are celebrating at Hard Rock Stadium. It was a nightmare. Dude, an absolute I, nightmare. We were still having fun, though, at that point. Like, they got the fumble. Okay, but Mike McDaniel and Rodgers, they're, like, jawing back and forth because of a, a quick timeout. And then all the jokey jokes stop. You know, Moose Johnson was wearing this terrible suit. And, <laughs> you know, he looks he looks like the Grinch. And I, I just don't know what happened. Like, you know, uh, even like Rogers throwing it to old ass Mercedes Lewis, who I can't believe is still in the league. And you're like, I don't even know if that was a catch, but who cares? It'll be fine. It'll be fine. They score a touchdown. How bad could this be? It's going to be fine. All right. 2020 cute. But these guys haven't been able to be stopped. And to see it just all go to hell. I, I, they just keep finding new ways to lose Solana. And this is, I think, the thing that's disappointing about it is, like, we can come back here and we can say, I, 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 we all see the good in this team. We all see the fun in this team. They're super explosive. They're really fun. But between San Francisco, Los Angeles, you know, holding strong last week against Buffalo, and now just this, this complete bottom falling out, I, this team just doesn't look like anywhere close to what they were on the win streak obviously but they also just don't even look anywhere close to being a team ready to win uh which is not something i think we thought a month ago i think we were all we were on this show saying we think they they can hang with anybody that this season can be special and right now i don't even know if i have faith that they could go on the on the road and beat mac jones oh my god yeah I, i was i was thinking about it earlier right like five weeks ago had i told you after the green bay packers game forget that you'd be on a four-game losing streak. But had I just told you, you won't feel like you can win 
a playoff game on the road after week 16. Yeah, you, you would have told me I'm on drugs. You would have yeah. said, Solana, lay off the pipe. And and that's how you feel right now. Can this team go in? I mean, we, we, we have to go in and beat Mac Jones. And, uh, and, and we're a little shaky about it. Can this team go on the road if they make the playoffs? Which I think we both think they will. Can they go on the road and beat Kansas City on the road? Can they can they beat Buffalo on the road? Can they beat a Cincinnati and your boy Joe Burrow on the road? I don't know, dude. Like the oh, thing is, man. they just they their propensity for mistakes are just uh, – it's just so bad now between the penalties. Another illegal shift at a critical time, which led to the second interception that uh, that happened where, you know, you have miscommunication. Clearly, Mostert and Tua weren't on the same page. Um, You know, and then Tua's last interception, I don't know what the hell that was. That was just – that was just completely <sighs> awful. And, and, you know, we've done so much talk of him – and the re- the the rebuilding of this guy's confidence and the 700 plays in the relationship and it's all been a very beautiful story and i've scooped it up uh you know like baskin robbins just just delicious ice cream but if we're talking about a guy who has admittedly had confidence issues um has looked himself in the mirror and told people do i suck how do we have the confidence that this guy can re- recover from a performance like this? I'm serious, dude. Like he he goes out there and goes three for three, three drives, three interceptions, three back, three opportunities to win this game, and he gives the football to the other team. How are we sure that this isn't gonna, in some way, really, really affect him in a negative way, and that there's gonna be no turning back because it. What happened today was for everybody who has been waiting to pounce on Tua, Chris Sims, Colin Cowherd, Jet Up, the whole cast of them, everybody, Mina Kimes. This was this this had to be like porn for them watching what happened to Tua today. It this was, was this unbelievable. Was, this was the pile of cocaine on Tony Montana's desk at yeah. the very end of Scarface, like. For them, the Tua slander that they've been waiting for, they just snorted the longest line in the history of ESPN for Tua slander because this was it right here. Biggest criticisms, his durability and winning late in the season. And this dude just had the worst three series in a winnable game against a bad, uh, mediocre defense and he threw three of the worst passes you'll see a quarterback throw in the NFL. This. See, I'm not joking. Three of the worst passes you will see a quarterback throw in the NFL this season. Oh, dude, he was – it's funny because even the drive where they had the missed field goal, he nearly, like, shoveled this ball right to them. Like, I don't know who that guy was. That <laughs> Because, think, I'm t- like, we watched what was going on in this first half. We're like, man, they are hopping. They are snapping. Jalen Waddle can't be stopped. He, he he put up a giant game today. Tyreek's getting going. I, and I think this is the thing that's tough is like you mentioned the late game seasons. Like, all right, the Bills game, first season. You were never in that game. Murdered. Yeah. And he, and he wasn't even really supposed to start, right? It was Ryan Fitzpatrick when right. he's getting COVID so or, or COVID-like symptoms or whatever. So he has to miss the game. So in comes into a... Who Flo never had confidence in, 
in a game that you were probably never going to win anyways. Fine. Last year, Tennessee chucking the ball up and fumbling the ball up all over the place. All right. Never really had a prayer in that one either. This, this is like, uh, this is like driving the Titanic into an iceberg. <laughs> this should have been, it, this was gifted to, here you go. Cause Cater Kohu gets this pick off. Eh, maybe he cheated, but he gets this mm-hmm. pick off and you're like, all right, all the nonsense is over. Go ahead to take us home, baby. And the next pass is given to the other team. It, it was so flabbergasting, dude, that that is the response that your your team had to that. Like, you needed a big play. You needed the defense to come through with it. He does, and he throws what was his worst interception of the season until the next one, which was <laughs> then was followed by the next one. <laughs> I mean, Mostert's not even looking at him. Like, what? No. And, and he eyed him down the entire way. That that was that was the easiest intercept. Those three interceptions were the easiest interceptions those players will ever catch in their entire lives, he in their entire very, careers. Throws a very catchable ball, throws, the most accurate catchable ball. Throws throws a, a he lobs one up there to Sean Alexander, who after the game was making a joke. It, it was like a he's getting interviewed. He's like, yeah, it was like a Christmas present. I mean, I'm looking at this thing like, is it seriously just gonna land in my basket here? Like, and and he didn't have to move it. Two, there's five guys on the side of the field of Tyreek Hill. There's four guys rushing the quarterback, Tobin. So what does that mean? The other side of the field only has two defenders. Like it's simple math. Look the other way. Like what? What, what is he? Is he looking for the big play now on every single throw? Really? Is that is that what it is? And I'm not trying to oversimplify it, right? Like I'm sure we'll see the all 22 and people much smarter at uh, at breaking that down. We'll have an explanation, but. Are we at the point now where Tua is always looking to make the home run play and and he's now incapable of just making the smart play? Because remember, we've talked about one of his biggest issues, Tobin, is just conceding on a play. And there was a, a there was a play in the first half where Dolphins are, I, I don't know if they're in the red zone, but they're near the red zone. And he's about to get sacked and he tries to get out of it, but the defensive lineman has him wrapped up and then he it ends up being like a strip sack. And I think like Robert Hunt came back on the ball yeah, yeah. and landed on it. Tua had all the time in the world, waited, 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 didn't throw it away, allows himself to get sacked. And rather than just going down is now trying to extend a play that he has no shot of extending. Like even if he gets out of the defensive lineman's grasp, it's been too long. There's going to be three or four other guys right in your face, man. You're going to get rocked. And then on top of it, once he knows he's wrapped up, he's not going down, he allows himself to get strip sack. Like, he is constantly trying to make too much out of something that's not there. And I think that's what's happening in these these interceptions where maybe not the Mostert one because that just looked like there was some sort of miscommunication between him, Mostert, and the whole timing was off on the play. But they're running the, – these Dolphins players, it seemed like in the second half, every every snap that's getting off, is with a second left on the play clock. Like, wh- why? Why are there players being subbed in with seven seconds left on the play clock? You have illegal procedure penalties again that knock off a chunk play for Waddle. And that was then, a killer. And, and, and then you're, 
you're 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 constantly looking for the home run. I I just don't I I don't understand what we're watching in those situations because that's what it seems like to me. He's just looking thirty yards down the field every play. Well, I I don't know. I mean, like that's definitely been an adjustment because he had this safety net of living in this. He has the safety net of living in a danger zone. Like he he lives dangerously always because he loves to throw over the middle. And he does have a propensity to throw into areas, tight windows. And I do think that's part of what makes him special. Like there's a lot of quarterbacks who won't live in those, those areas. Um, and so like the first Tyreek Hill interception, like if you misfire a little, if you're not, you know, the most accurate quarterback in the league or one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league, you'll get killed. You'll get burned. But I think it's also where, what makes him special when he's on is that, Oh wow, he'll live in these areas that a lot of quarterbacks won't go. They won't they won't have the balls to make those throws. But I do think, you know, we've mentioned this a couple times this season. Like I, I do think there's something addicting to the big playability of having those guys. Not saying it's a bad thing. I just think that you uh you always feel, and they've even proven this in some games this year, like you're always in it and that you'll always be able to get that. And I think that that was I think that that's the thing that's going to be interesting going into this next game, these next couple of games, because even with the first two interceptions, I was like, okay, you're down six. Go do you dude. Go get the, go get the big home run. And for that to also end in an interception is just, uh, it's just really, really, really crushing.